back with the homies, you know. Drink on some floaties, smoke some crap. Oh, yeah, dazzling, stimulating. And you guys are styling, smiling, profiling. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Very dear Tommy T. Let's go, let's go. It's old men in sweat. Oh, my God. Is it a pug? Yeah, Sasha the pug. That's the new dog. That's the new dog. Oh my god! Oh, crazy! (laughs) Those dogs are good. They're great dogs. They're good dogs, but they have they have the same trouble that boxers have. Their nose, their breathing. Like boxers, yeah, no, you know. but uh, Jinju, Jinju keeps me. She makes sure that she puts uh, lotion in there and everything. And uh, yeah, no, she, she, they're, they're good. It's like a boxer, you know. They get stuffed up and they got to shove the, yeah. the Q-tips up there and the smelling salts or anything. That they, they got the same yeah. thing. And they, you know, th- that's why those dogs, the dogs are probably good, good fighters. Yeah, this dog's a good dog. Pugs, are good. pugs are like, are they? They're part bulldog. Are they like a bulldog? I don't know. I think they're 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 Chinese. I think. No bulldog. Okay, yeah. there's, there's no bulldog English bulldogs thing. Bulldogs are English. Yeah, they're English, but yeah, so there's none of that. Yeah. Dog. No, there's no. They're, they're not a bulldog mix. I like how their tongues always um, are out. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. <laughs> it is always out. It doesn't matter which dog. It, it's always yeah. just a little too. Do you know why they do that? Do you know why pugs do that? Is there a reason? No. Well, I think her tongue's long, you know, and she can't keep it in her mouth sometimes. Well, that, that's yeah. funny that you say that because I was talking about that I think they have the same problem as boxers. And, and, and we knew the, the, the Dominical family, they were all boxers. They didn't have long tongues, they had fat tongues. Yeah, wide you know? Yeah, their tongues yeah. were too wide, remember? <laughs> and, 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 and like a cow, like a cow's got a wide tongue. And we knew this family, the Dominicals, they were all boxers. And were they all, were they all softballs? Were they all softballs? No, Sebi, Sebi and, and uh, Frank were southpaws, but uh, Paul Pauly. was a, he was a righty. Yeah. He was a righty. And Paulie was a righty. And they all boxed and they all had big wide tongues. And, 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 yeah. and, 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 and they would, they would like Paulie, especially he'd stumble. Like he couldn't get a word out. It was like, ah, that, that. Yeah. You used and, to say he was goofy. That, that was your line. You used to say he was goofy. You're he goofy. was goofy, but he didn't mean to. Like, I yeah. shouldn't have said that because it was just a thing that happened. No, it and was then, goofy, good goofy. Good like, goofy. Like and now, it, now, now, if you say, now if you say someone's stupid, it means you're funny. Then you're stupid. Hey, Oh, Sasha, is that what that means? Yeah, if you say you're stupid, man, you're stupid. You're so funny, then, you're so funny. then, and then didn't, didn't Sebi box with Mike, Mike Tyson in the Golden Gloves during the same time? No, um, no Frankie fought. The last guy that Frankie fought was Michael Bent in the um, in the in the, in the Empire State Games. He fought Michael Bent, and Michael Bent later went on and he fought. He beat Tommy Morrison, I think, or he fought Tommy Morrison uh-huh. for the heavyweight championship. Yeah, a guy named Michael Bent. Did Frank beat him? Yeah, but no. Um, and then and then Pauly was fighting in the Golden Gloves, and his next fight was supposed to be against Lennox Lewis. What? No, not Lennox Lewis. No, that'd be too big. No, not Lennox Lewis. Riddick Bowe. A young Riddick Bowe. If Paulie won his fight, his next fight was going to be against Riddick Bowe. Riddick Bowe must have been little. What weight was Riddick Bowe then? 
small. Well, he might have been skinnier then, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. you know, so it's funny because you tell these stories because, well, you know, back where we grew up, it was all Italian, Irish, Polish, and everybody played sports and people boxed and, and you know, everybody did everything, you know? And Well, the and, Rome, know, we had the RBA in Rome, we had the Rome Boxing Association. That was pretty popular back then, right? Yeah. yeah. And in fact, I think my cousin... Yeah. Uh, Cozy Costello or Storis was like a middleweight New York middleweight champ, I think. It oh, was. Storis, yeah, Storis. I think it's also pronounced Storacci. Hold on a second, I get what do you mean? Spot. It's Storis, hey. that's Storacci. I think it's pronounced Storacci. To come, here. come here, well, they would say Storis. I don't know. I think yeah. originally, oh, like, uh, well, like Frank, like my buddy Frank Malachi, it's spelled Malice. They call him Malice, too. Oh, I would never call him Malice, that makes no sense. I don't have well, well, I guess same, it does. Same as Storis. Yeah, but the thing was, the funny thing was, like, you know, back then, like, it was a little smaller town, but it was, you had to learn how to handle yourself, and, and you know, or you hung around people that knew how to handle themselves, but it was weird. Like, there was always a fight, you know? There was always something going on at a yeah. bar or always. whatever. It was very aggressive, very aggressive, and and I remember the one time, I just want to tell this quick story because we're on the, the Dominico Brothers subject, and the Dominical Brothers, we were at this um, club in Utica, and they use the word club loosely. It's just a bar, and um, not a nightclub. And it was called, um, I can't remember what it was called, but it was across the street from Funicello Electric. And for you people, probably don't, the name Funicello, Annette Funicello, the famous actress, right, from back in the day, her she family. Was musketeer. Yeah. She, her, she was a musketeer, yeah. Yeah, and her family was, was from Utica, and they were yeah. electric guy. They were electric people. They, the, the Italian yeah. family did electric. So we were at the, the bar <laughs> and we're all there. And it was Frank and Pauly or, or just Frank. And we were there, me and Eric Raz, a couple of people. I think you were there. And, and these guys came in. It was the guy's wedding the next day. And they went and watched the oh, boxing. Oh, no, that bar was called, that, that, that nightclub was called April. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. and, and, it, was and a, it was in New York Mill. Yeah, and the and yeah. the guys, these guys came in a group of guys. It was the bachelor party, and they went to Utica outdoors. They had boxing, and Pauly fought, and Pauly did terrible. He didn't do good, and and they thought Frank was Pauly, and yeah. they were and they came in, and I don't, they don't look really that much alike, but for some reason they were wasted, these guys anyway. And they started giving Frank crap. You got your butt beat today. We saw you get your butt beat. Da, da, da. And you know, Frank, Frank is, 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 it was very passive though. He'll be very passive if he has to be. And he was like, yeah, yeah. Like he goes, yeah. Yeah, I got my ass kicked. Yeah. And he was just busting up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, I don't know what happened, but uh, just like, uh, uh, you know, a screw turned. Like, and he just, and, and all of a sudden, before you know it, they were all going outside. And yeah, they, I remember going outside and the guy kept saying, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going to kick your ass. He kept telling Paul, Frankie D what he was going to do to him. There was a huge crowd. And he kept saying, I'm going to, I'm going to kick your ass. And all Frankie D kept saying was, Come within range. Just come within range. It was just. Come within range. Come within range. It was a great line. It was great. It was a circle. So you go outside. It's kind of like that Rocky movie with Tommy Morrison when he when he tells Stallone he's got to come out. Rocky's got to come out. Yeah. Was that Rocky Five? Is that five or so with Morrison? 
It's at least five. Rocky and, and, four and, was yeah. Rocky yes, four, five. yeah, it was five because Rocky five. four was when uh, uh, Dolph Lundgren was in. So, Rocky so four. just picture this: we're in upstate New York in this old mill town. You know, it's 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 depressing as it is. Here's Frank, who didn't even fight that day. His brother did. His brother gets beat. And his knuckleheads come in that are getting one guy's getting married the next day, and instead of just having a fun time. And doing whatever they're gonna do, they're gonna razz Frankie D, who didn't even fight, and and then they go outside. So then it's like it's kind of funny because then it's like Rocky Five, where Morrison basically he called Frankie out, and and so like Morrison called Rocky out, and Rocky goes, "My ring's outside," and you know, so and Frank should have said that. That would have been awesome if Frank said, "My ring's outside," and then they went out there, and That's I just remember a big circle, and we were in this big circle. And all of a sudden, that guy and Frank were in the circle. And Frank yeah. just got in a stance. And then what did he say? He kept saying to the guy, Come within, come within range. Come within range. Come, come within, within range. range. Come within range. He kept saying he was going to do to him. And all of a sudden, someone threw a punch from the side. And I swear to God, Frankie D rearranged that guy's face. He broke every bone in that guy's head. He broke his eyes. He broke his orbital bones around his eyes. That guy couldn't get married. Yeah, didn't like, and didn't a couple Frankie other guys come after him? him? Wasn't there like three or four guys? Like yeah, one guy, Frankie, and then he downed yeah. that guy, and then another guy yeah. came and he downed that guy. And Frank is at that time, how much does he weigh? He's a solid what? Like a solid 180, guy. 185. With arms like a monkey, like a chimpanzee, as long as a chimpanzee. His arms are past his knees, and they're yeah, big and arms. strong. Yeah, long reach. And, and he yeah. could just be far and a fist away. Like a sledgehammer. Oh my God. Yeah. And he just demolished. And I do remember he took out like three or four of them. And I remember the story goes the next day, that guy couldn't get married. He was the groom, the couldn't one that was married. shooting yeah. his mouth off. He had his orbital eye fucked up. And uh, and then he had um, yeah. um his jaw was wired. He had to get his yeah. jaw wired. <laughs> I this love it crazy. though. Because it's just like that thing, like, you know, you never know. Like, and so this is another lesson for younger kids. You never know who you're stepping to and you never know what they got going on. Frankie didn't have any weapons. His weapons were his big meat chops. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, 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 um, what's that guy say in Friday? The, the funny guy, he passed away. The comedian, he goes to, um, ice cube. John Witherspoon. Yeah. Did he pass away? That guy was great. Yeah. Yeah. And he and he puts now, his hands up great. and he goes, he goes, it's all you need. This is all we needed. And he put his fist <laughs> up, remember? This is all you need, son. This is Not anymore. Yeah. They, you know, so that was so anyway, that that's the that's the upstate New York story <laughs> of people, you know, getting out of line. And you know, so like again, this is why you gotta watch out who you step to or you talk to. Cause I tell you, those guys never thought the night was gonna end like that. And, 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 well, now it's now it's worse. Now you know, it doesn't end with someone's fist. Well, worse. exactly. That's why I made that reference to the the next yeah. Friday movie. All right, so let's get into something yeah. that's sports related. Even though boxing, yeah, the street so fighting, go, go street fighting is. Yeah, you want to talk about yeah, Deshaun Watson? About was um, Deshaun Watson? Oh, I mean, I think I think that we need to start talking about Deshaun Watson yeah. now. I, as much as we we right, hate the story. We hate this story because, you know, it looks like now there's multiple victims, right? Um, 22, 22 reported cases of a, of a civil lawsuit. And, and you know, and 
you know, I watched Shannon Sharp talk about it the other day, and he said that he's staying in the middle. He's still going to give Deshaun Watson the benefit of the doubt because you don't know, you don't know what's up with these with these situations, with these with these cases, uh, you know, these civil cases. Uh-huh. But um, but a woman came forward and made a statement, and it was a pretty emotional statement, and it was Ooh. graphic, and and it was pretty detailed. And then another woman supposedly gave another statement. I, I, I didn't see her in any kind of video, but um, so also there's been um, a couple cases reported to the police. So the police are investigating now, right? And, and what happened immediately was that Nike suspended uh, any kind of sponsorship deal that they have with Deshaun Watson. Beats by Dre dropped him. And he had others too. Reliant Energy, you know, I think the stadium in, in um, the stadium where he plays in Houston, I think it was called Reliant Energy Stadium. I don't NPG. know what it's called that. NPG. Now that's, that's a different name now. Yeah. So um, so but anyway, he has a sponsorship deal with Reliant Energy, and so they're no longer involved with him. So so this is enough where the people that he's in business with are are basically stepping back. And of course, oh, the, NFL is, the NFL has launched a full-scale investigation now, the NFL's commissioner's office. And you know how the NFL is. Once they start, once, once the commissioner's office starts investigating, they, you know, they're going to suspend you. You know, they're going to, I mean, hey, Oscar, Oscar, so, come on. So, so, Tom, was this all people in Houston area? Or were they out of state? Uh, I, I, I don't know for sure because, like I said, there's 22 reported cases. I don't know if they're all in the Houston area. I don't know if some he traveled to. You know, I don't know a lot of the details about it. But um, And what's you know, the charge? The, char- the, the kind of the gist of it is he made sexual advancements and or had sex with people without their permission. Well, he was setting up. He was setting up. These are massage therapists. So he was setting up massages. But first of all, I mean, think about it, Barry. You know, when you and I were getting massages in, in L.A., you know, I mean, what? We get a massage like once every two, three months or once every six months. or I mean, I mean this guy has like 22 cases. And then supposedly his lawyer, he's got a famous attorney, Rusty Hardin. Rusty Hardin has represented other, other athletes. He represented Roger Clemens years ago. He's represented other big-name athletes. So, you know, Rusty Hardin is – um. You know, he's his defense attorney. He claims that he has 18 signed affidavits or signed statements from women that had massages with um, Deshaun Watson where they, they said nothing inappropriate happened. Okay, so if you add them up, the 22 plus the 18, that's 40 different massage therapists in the last year or two. I, what? Like, what? what, what I don't that's a, that's that. odd. That doesn't make sense. You're right. That's the weird. reason the reason they're throwing the 18 out there is because they got to combat the 22. And the interesting thing is this: it's odd because yeah, it's like it's like uh, there's 22 people that come forward of the same profession that he that he was there at that thing. This isn't just 22 people he took a girl out. 22 different people. These are people he's focusing on going to this place. They're all the same profession, not maybe the same place. But the same profession, it's odd. Well, also, also, it's the way that they're saying that it's the way that he, I, I don't know, hired them. He, he was, you know, some were referrals and some were on Instagram. 
like direct messaging on IG posts and I don't know. I mean, it, it's just it's just a it's a terrible it's a terrible situation for everyone. You know, there's there's all these victims of um, you know sexual misconduct. Yeah, that's not which good. happens all too often. And then yeah, this, this you know good. you know now this guy this guy who has never ha- had any kind of trouble in the past he's in all kinds of trouble now. I I don't I don't see how. I don't see how he starts the season without some kind of suspension, even though the season's six months away. You know, I don't, I don't see how, uh, you know, if you compare it to other situations where other people were charged with, you know, similar, you know, misconduct or sexual misconduct or, or, or some type of spousal abuse or something like that. I mean, the one story that, you know, the one situation that comes to my mind is when Ezekiel Elliott played for the Cowboys in his first couple of years, he got in trouble and the police investigated the situation with a woman in, in Columbus, Ohio, and he was also investigated in Miami and there was never any charges filed after police investigation. And then the commissioner's office, the NFL commissioner's office, they, they um, conducted their own investigation and the lead investigator on the Ezekiel Elliott case Came, wrote a statement saying that she doesn't find his accuser to be credible. And the, and the NFL commissioner still suspended him for six games. Wow. Wow. And that was one person. I don't know. So, so one person came. I, so one girl came out and then others came out all in this well, past I, two months. Right. Yeah. But, I, but it's been driven by an attorney. One, there's one attorney in, Houston area named Tony oh, Busby that has all the and, clients and he's driven this whole thing and, and he the has the clients he, all the clients he has he has all these clients but mm. the, the big part of this case also and this is one of the things that Deshaun Watson's um you know his his legal counsel has been fighting is that up until recently all of these claims have been anonymous so so um you know Deshaun Watson basically isn't allowed to defend himself because these are anonymous um, charges of sexual misconduct, there's no name attached. I don't know how that works in the legal system. The only well, what he is, what he would do is his lawyer, his lawyer would finally for discovery. Discovery, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. So it's a that's big what's mess now. So it, it, it's a big mess. It's terrible timing because now he's not going anywhere. No one's trading no. or doing anything, right? Remember, there was big t- talks about him being traded we had other guys Stafford left Goff you know there were some things yeah. that happened here but um he's not I he, he's not going nowhere right no one's going to touch him right now how are you going to give three first round draft choices for him now you can't there's no way yeah. so that's over and done and he wanted out of there and guess what he ain't out of there at all and 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 if there's anything going from what you said before where um Elliot got suspended and and they really didn't have any charges. Yeah, he's not, well, he's not getting paid this year. Like as, as it stands right now, unless, you know, un, unless they find some conspiracy where there's, you know, this attorney who's representing all of these anonymous women, unless they find some type of, uh, you know, legal misconduct or something like that, which is what happened in the previous case last year. I don't know if you remember, but the New York Giants had a cornerback, a defensive back named DeAndre Baker, and him and another guy were arrested 
for yeah, um, you know robbing a party at gunpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember right? that. Yeah, remember that. And then um, you know, so two people, him and uh, DeAndre Baker and Quentin Dunbar were both arrested, and the Giants ended up uh, kicking. They ended up cutting Baker. They cut Baker. And um, what happened was they later found out that the attorney, that the attorney representing the accusers, was. I, it was somehow there was some kind of misconduct and that attorney ended up getting in trouble. Oh so God. all the charges were dropped against the two football players. Right. And, and they lost and the their attorney, jobs. Yeah. The football player they lost. got, no, Quentin Dunbar was reinstated with Seattle and he had since signed with, he, I think but he didn't he lose money? Detroit. Well, when yeah. Got- DeAndre Baker, DeAndre Baker got cut and then he ended up getting picked up by the chiefs. So I think he was on a practice squad with the Chiefs last year, right. you know. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, I mean, that attorney that was representing the accusers, he ended up being charged with a crime. So, you know, at this point of this story with, Deon, with, Deon, with Deshaun Watson, anything is still possible. Like the, the, the attorney, yeah. Tony Busby, could be a criminal. Well, I, I yeah, I mean, it's, it still. seems like to me a lot of these lawyers that are doing taking some of these things, not all of them, but it seems like these one guy had misconduct and this guy, we'll see what happens when discovery comes out. Again, I'm not saying that, that, that the, the stories aren't true from the, the young ladies, but it seems like, you know, sometimes there, there's these lawyers, they're, they're like ambulance chasers, they call them. And, they, well, and, the, and the other thing, when I say anything is possible, then the other, the, other, the other thing that could be possible is the obvious, the obvious possibility here is that Deshaun Watson has, you know, sexually harassed or sexually molested sure. a lot of different women, yep. you know, which is also possible too. So mm-hmm. obviously he's being charged with all the, they're accusing him of this stuff. So, so right now it could be that he is a serial, mm. you know, predator or, or he's a complete victim. It, that's still, both of those are still wide open. Which is so crazy. Cause he, you know, he, he could date people as many people as he wants to date. <sighs> And, and very, you know, like he doesn't. Cases, so very, you remember the one, you remember the one defensive back that played for the Packers and the Saints, uh, Darren Sharper. Oh he's yeah, in prison right now he's he's serving. I don't know something like eighteen or twenty years in prison. That was great because he was um, he was using a date rape drug in multiple states like Louisiana, Nevada, California, Arizona. They they have they have charges of him raping. Women with a date rape drug. Like, this guy is a, he's a super. He won. I think he won two Super Bowls. The guy was great. I think he won one with Green Bay, mm. one with New Orleans. And he, really at the good. time, he had a job. He had a job as an analyst on NFL Network. I mean, this is a guy that didn't so I don't have understand. to. What, what's he? Why is, why is it? Yeah, you know, it's got to be a mental. It's got to be a mental problem. It has to sick, be sick in the mind. It's got to be because we, and, when and, uh, we work for celebrities. You know, like you have to fill, you have to insulate yourself as a celebrity too. Deshaun Watson, the same thing as an athlete. You have to be very careful. You have to have people in front of you, people beside you, a pit bull over here. You know, you have to have coverage and you got to be careful what you do and how you do it. And sometimes like a simple thing as like, you don't freaking pay for a meal. Like, like, like the assistant pays cash for the meal. Like you don't even get your credit cards out there. You don't do nothing because you don't want yeah. anyone to come yeah. back and go, oh, that's so-and-so's cheap. They didn't tip me um, I, or whatever you need. There's so many things you have to do, but I think these things, if any of them are true, some of them are true. Like Darren Sharper, if this Deshaun Watson thing ends up being true, 
you know, it's a mental, there's a, a mental thing, then there's an issue somewhere. And it well, doesn't, it doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it right. But no, it's just criminals. Hell. I mean, Darren Sharper, Darren Sharper was a mastermind criminal serving 20 years in prison. I mean, like, I, you know, it's, it's like, yeah, these guys don't have to do this kind of stuff. And, and they, and yet they still do it. And these athletes, you know, I mean, it's not just athletes, but it's anyone, any of these guys in power. You know, you hear about, remember, Harvey Weinstein of Miramax oh, yeah. Films, right? And he's in prison. Harvey it, Weinstein's in prison. It's crazy, isn't it? He's in prison. Crazy. These guys are in prison. And so let's, so you know what? I want to transition real quick because I want to ask you what your opinion of this was. Because like you said, you know, these guys get let go too from all these sponsors, from the networks and all that. I wanted to ask you what you thought of, 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 of that of Paul Pierce, what Paul Pierce did and how ESPN let Paul Pierce go. Do you know what he did, right? Yeah, but they, they didn't let him go because of that, right? No, no, because I'm just that putting that outside. out there. You're right. Up for, well, what up you're for, showing there, for people that can't see this, is you're showing that Paul Pierce has signed a deal to, um, to host an NBA show with exotic dancers, right? Yeah. On, after, on an adult site. Yeah. After he got let go, so yeah, so th this that's not what the issue was. The issue well, was why, the why party. Did he, why did he get let go again? The issue was the party he had with the strippers uh, on Instagram Live. That was the that was the issue the ESPN had with him. He had this party. Um, I don't have the video, but it was basically him and some of his buddies that's at this right. room. That's right. And they were getting massages and they were drinking and he was drunk. You could tell, but he can drink if he wants to drink. And the girls were there and ESPN didn't like the look. Like there was nothing. I didn't see anything in the video. It was just girls dancing and, and, and guys hanging out. There was TV, there was music and there was drink. And there was nothing like going on. You didn't see, I didn't see anything in the video of guys groping the girls or I didn't see anything. I well, didn't maybe see there's another video out there that ESPN had access to. I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe they just don't know like that. Maybe. Well, aren't they, aren't they part of Disney corporation? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Listen, Charles Barkley has managed to stay employed by TNT for 30 <laughs> years or 20 years or something. I mean, I mean, listen, if Charles Barkley could stay employed, how can you not stay employed for five years at ESPN? Come on. Yeah, but Charles, Charles advice. Barkley was in, Charles's What's voice that? is gambling, roulette. Like Charles that's his Barkley voice, right? He was in all kinds of trouble when he played. I mean, he was going out getting drunk, like punching hey, guys, throwing one guy through a plate glass window. He was in trouble. If you, if Charles Barkley would go to a bar in Milwaukee, like he'd go out in Milwaukee on, a, on one of the tour stops, right? The, the, whatever, the Phoenix Suns or the Philadelphia 76ers are playing in Milwaukee. He'd go out to a bar and there'd be a couple drunk guys come up and say, man, you ain't shit. You suck. And Barkley would be like, yeah, screw you. And pretty soon he's fighting them. He did that, you know, all the time. Well, you know, you got to remember how, how he grew up. And you know, he just he didn't like. He probably, didn't, he probably is, took shit all the time, the and then he didn't want to take shit no more. You know, I don't blame him. You, but so when you uh, when you work for Disney, when you work for ESPN, yeah, I, I listen. I it, it's got to be hard. You know, we don't work for ESPN. We work for ourselves. It's got to be difficult. I know. I mean, I've I've been I've been critical of of ESPN uh, personalities like that. You know, remember we talked a few weeks ago about the Mike and Mike show, Mike Golden. Mike Golick was on for 20 years or whatever, and I hated him because he always did his job like he was afraid of losing his job. 
Like, I hated him. He never said anything. He never answered. He never – I don't even know how he managed the last 20 years before ESPN finally pulled the plug on him. He, there are some guys that they do that job where they're just afraid of losing it. So he, there's a guy locally here, the, the local radio show you know, and it's, it's, the, it's the Pritch and Clay show or the Clay and Pritch show. It's Mike Pritchard, ex-player, who, you know, he's an ex-player. He played for University of Colorado. He played for the Atlanta Falcons. He's an ex-wide receiver. He wasn't a star or anything. He's like Golick, but he's on this morning radio show, and he does his job like he's afraid of losing it. Like everything he says is, um, he'll say something, he'll go, um, um, ah, um. He's so hesitant to make any kind of point. He never really says anything. Well, the funny thing about this Pierce thing, go ahead, I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, I understand that, you know, I understand that like when you're working for these big corporations, you want to keep your job. But, you know, what Pierce, what Paul Pierce did, like that's, that's clearly that's out of bounds. You know, the other thing is if you're going to have a party with your buddies in a hotel room and some strippers or whatever it is, or chicks or whatever it is, yeah, the, the cameras, like they just can't, they can't enter into the party. Well, you're the cameras right. Got to go. Like again, it gets back to that point I was making when you're a celebrity, if you're an athlete or you're, you're a musician or an actor, or whatever, we talked about that with Deshaun Watson. I mean, you got to insulate yourself. You got you to be careful of everything you do. This thing, you're right. It wasn't the greatest thing to do. What are you doing? You're on Instagram Live. He was Instagram Live. It wasn't even like he was videotaping and then he would put it on later that then he, he'd wake up the next day hungover and go, oh my God, thank God I didn't put that on. Like, like it, yeah. it, it's, <laughs> yeah. sometimes I think they think it's nothing's going to happen to them or they'll be able to apologize for it. And even though I don't see anything he did wrong when he worked for ESPN, he never did anything wrong on the, when he was with the, uh, Rachel McNichols and he didn't never oh, do anything wrong. He did a great, job. He did a he great did job. job. So, so I, and, but I also know in the contracts, there's clauses, right? There's clauses of, um, of, of, of what you do and what you can't do, you know? So like, like that's, that's where that came in. There's a clause that that steps over some kind of line, but I still think, you know, compared to things that have happened to people to get fired, it was, like I said, unless there's another tape that there was like a touching of these girls and they shouldn't be touched. Yeah, and, but, and, know. You know, and you know what the funniest thing is? He got fired for the lamest party. The party I watched on the tape, I swear. I'm like, this is the best this guy can do? I threw a better party for Steve Volt, my college buddy, right, Steve Volt? Steve Volt was getting married. I threw a party for him at Bellagio Hotel. Is he, is he still married? Yeah, he's he still, still married? married. Oh, no, Did not that one. Girl? No, no, that he got divorced. Okay, because one. I was going to say, be careful. Be careful. Yeah, yeah they, no, he got divorced in that one. But I threw a better party for Steve O at the Balazs Hotel on Sunset Strip with girls. I had I brought girls. I had, it was a private party. We kept it in a hotel room. I had beer and booze. I had a, the, the the tub filled up with beer. I had booze. I had these girls come in, and I, I got I paid them, and then they got tip money, and it was all right there. And it was like a really good party, and the girls were good. Those guys were like surprised. They had like fifteen guys. They're like, "Oh, Donovan, what a party, man! This is like I've never been to a stag yeah. party. Like, this party's awesome." Yeah. And they go, you know, usually you go watch movies. You got the real thing here. This is awesome. And and I watched Paul Pierce's party. And you watch it, and it's like the lamest party. It's in a room that's so nondescript. It's just this weird, odd room with, like, a couple couches. And then the girls are in the background, 
and a couple of them are trying to massage the guys, but the girls, you know, I'm sorry, but I'm going to say it. They were like the, 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 the B team. It was like the JV squad. I was like, these aren't even hot girls. I'm like, where's the top shelf Hennessy girls? These girls, the girls were terrible. I mean, like, where's he, where's he getting these girls? Like, I was like, this isn't worth getting fired for. I mean, he could have at least. I, I, I wanted to say one thing though. Your, your, uh, your mic is actually bumping your chain oh, every see? time you turn your head. See? That's right. that that's what's making the noise right now. Right, I your mic is hitting the chain. Right, hang on, I'm taking it. I hear it every time you talk. You, you're like I am. You yeah, put that thing inside. I'm done with that. I can't do that. Yeah. Okay. There. So so that's the thing that I see about it. Like Steve O got divorced, but he had a great bachelor party. It was that's top great. shelf. And this Paul Pierce has got money. And here he is with three or four of his friends and he's got these girls and, and they're just, you know, for a better word, you know, they, they were skanky. They were low rent skanky girls. They weren't the you top mean, shelf. Well, you, the phrase is for lack of a better word. <laughs> oh, lack of, yeah. What did I say? Better word. What did I say? You said for a better word. Skanky. Oh, for lack of a better word. So, yeah. but, and, and I was like, this guy's getting fired over these three skinny girls that look like they haven't had a, a, a chicken wing in, you know, two months. I mean, it was like, this is terrible. And he gets, he gets fired for it. So, you know, but and he should have, if you're going to go out, you better go out in a blaze of glory. And, you know, he went out and, and a, he didn't go out. Right. You know, well, he didn't go so, out right. I mean, he'll land on his feet. You know, he, he's, he's definitely a personality. He's very good at what he does. He's, you know, he'll, um, he's already got another show looks like on the adult site. And, uh, you know, he, you know, I mean, he could get a show uh, like All the Smoke with Steven Jackson and Matt yeah. Barnes. It's a popular uh, podcast. It's excellent. There's the other one, um, uh, The Old Man and the Three with J.J. Reddick. Yeah, he can get a show. He can get another show. But, you know, I mean, I mean, working for ESPN has got to be good, right? I mean, it's got to well, be. Well, yes and no, like you said. Maybe he got tired, too. Maybe this was his way out. Maybe he got tired of that. He had to watch himself all the time. Yeah. Maybe he wanted to say some. See, yours is hitting that too now. Maybe he was hitting. Um, yeah, take that off or put it in underneath her. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. Maybe, maybe he was getting sick of it, Tom. Maybe he was like that guy yeah. talking about Vegas. He's like, I can't even be myself. I mean, what am I doing here? And the yeah. other interesting thing about the post, and then we're going to move on, is like I saw at the post, and then I look at the post, and your son liked it. <laughs> Your son liked it. Well, well you know, Roman, it says late by Roman Torino. So I'm like, does he like yeah, Paul Pierce or does he like that he's had a bunch of hoes at the party? No, Roman likes Roman likes these NBA players that transition to their own shows and their own personalities. He's a big supporter of uh, old man, not uh, old man in the three, but he likes um, all, all the smoke. Yeah, okay. He likes, um, you know, I don't think he loves Jalen Smith and the guy on ESPN. I don't think he loves that show that much. But he, but he likes he likes when these players transition and, and he thinks that they they're interesting. He, uh, we watch oh. he he turned me on to a show where the players interview each other. So that we watched one episode where Jason Kidd was being interviewed by Grant Hill and vice versa. Where so was they, that on? Players, um, ESPN, only, players only, or yeah, the players only, yeah, something like that. It was incredible. I mean, it was uh, Roman put it on. He's like, Dad, look at this. And it was, and uh, Jason Kidd, uh, you know, Jason Kidd and, and, um, and Grant Hill came into the NBA the same year yep. and they won the Cole Rookie of the Year. Yeah. It was incredible. Their story. I get it. You know, so Roman's got a good eye for that stuff. So I, your I, son I, likes 
Paul Pierce, he likes that he's gonna he, he's going to do what he wants to do. I think so. Um, not not necessarily that your gotta, son Roman likes likes the, the the stripper girls. I don't. I don't. Know. You never know. If he he's old enough, he's old enough. Well, if he likes the stripper girls, that's okay, you know. But what you know, whatever. But uh, <laughs> I don't think he'd like. I don't think he'd like the ones that were at that party, though. Okay. Roman's got higher standards than that. He gonna forget it. Roman be like, oh my gosh! <laughs> if Roman went to that party, your son, he'd walk in and go, "This isn't worth it." I, I'd rather yeah. go get a, a coffee, a Starbucks. It's like, not worth just, a. Is it's that, not Pierce losing his uh, losing his job. For oh right? no! All right, so let's move gear. I want to change gears quickly though, because there's not a lot to talk about in this next subject. Because this is boring. It's so boring. I don't care what anyone says, and all you people can say, "Oh, you don't know what you're talking about." You talk NBA all the time. Blah 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 blah. blah. We'll talk the final game of the NCAA championship: Gonzaga against Baylor. You, I know you got some things you wanted to say yeah. about it. I don't even care about it because it's just terrible. Well, I will say this, though. The game on Saturday, the final four game between Gonzaga and UCLA was one of the best college basketball games I've ever seen. I mean, UCLA was undermanned. They lost Chris Smith during the year. They lost Jalen Hill uh, uh, d- during the year. They're, they're two big men. And they were outstanding in that game. And they pushed, they pushed the game to overtime. And they should have pushed it to double overtime when mm-hmm. Johnny Juzang made that basket. Well, he made the putback, and then of course, uh, you know, Jalen Suggs made the the almost half court shot, a great shot at the buzz. It was a great game, and it was unlike any other game in the tournament because the tournament was a poorly played, to, in my opinion, awful, awfully played, terrible, terrible basketball. And, and and the last game, one of the things that I did notice about um, Gonzaga. And I, I probably mentioned it to you. I didn't like that guy, Drew Timmy. They're, they're big man. He's 6'9", 6'10". He's, he, he's, he's got some offensive game. I didn't like him because he was celebrating baskets in the second round. And to me, it looked like he was more interested in being on camera. And, and, yeah. and yep. you know, he was he – Look was, at me. Look, look at, at me. Look at me. Look at, me. Look at us. Look We're at good. He was, he was doing that. And he was, and I was, and I was critiquing him because he was doing that stupid thing where he was tracing the outline of his mustache. And I said, "Man, that's the worst celebration I've ever seen." But whatever, like that's, you know, like it's just a young guy, you know, young guy getting famous. Whatever, however he acts is no big deal. But what I noticed was that he mentally and physically wasn't ready to take on that Baylor front line, and and I, and it re, it reminded me of another guy in another era. Christian Leitner, who played in the early 90s for Duke, he had the similar thing where he, they, they thought he was soft his first couple of years. They thought he was soft. He's similar kind of um, antics, for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. that this guy Drew Timmy used. He was always in some kind of trouble or doing something silly. But when he became a junior and he took on the undefeated UNLV team in the Final Four, he single-handedly slayed that team. Mm -hmm. He was the only big guy that Duke had, and he went in the middle, and I don't know how he did it, but they beat that undefeated UNLV team. Gonzaga didn't have that with Drew Timmy. Drew Timmy didn't have that kind of mental makeup. He couldn't handle that that skill and that aggressive Baylor team. And that's why Gonzaga got run out of the building was because their big man – was nothing in that game. And I want to say something about that because I'm wondering if it's about era, the era they were brought up as kids and where they were brought up. 
because Leitner was brought up in a blue collar family. Yeah, in Buffalo. Buffalo. In Buffalo. And I yeah. don't think he played at a did he play at a private school in Buffalo? Or did he play public school ball with no he African American kids too? I think he played if it was a private school. Yeah, I, 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 there was a 30 for 30 about him. And I have a feeling, I have a feeling that, that yeah, they thought he, no, I know what it was. They thought he was from a privileged family. And he wasn't. And he wasn't. He wasn't. He was from a blue collar family. And um, I, I think it may have just been his mom, you know, but no, he was, he, he was tough. He yeah, was I think tough. I think he played at a public school in Buffalo. I could be wrong, but it doesn't matter. He grew up there. He played there. I don't know where where the guy from Gonzaga grew up, but I, I just think they grew up in different environments too, and different yeah, time. The guy from Gonzaga is doing this, and he's celebrating. They're beating USC by twenty five. They were, you know, they were hammering. They beat everyone by twenty five points. Man, somebody like somebody should have told them, "Yo, Timmy, you're the only big guy we got." You're, you're it. Either you take them on or we lose. And what happened? They, they lost. They, they, that game was even a game. They got you, crushed in that game. You, you, the, he, he got eaten up and, and he got his jock hand. He just, he just got his jock handed they, to him. He they just, just, like, they just dominated him. They dominated him and, and he wasn't a factor. He had a couple good moves. He has, he has some good moves. Nothing special. He's not an NBA player. Like there's no way the guy's gonna play in the NBA unless he unless he raises his game up in the next two years. Yeah, he's not. No way. But that Gonzaga team, their perimeter players, for the first time, they were just as athletic as anyone that they faced. Sure. Jalen Suggs, Nemhar, and that guy Kispert, they yeah. were athletic. They that team was good enough. They were good enough to go all the way, except they didn't have any big guys. No. They just had Timmy, who's tracing the outline of his mustache. Yeah. He- and and he 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 doesn't have the mental fortitude that guy, and he doesn't have the 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 the, the killer instinct that guy. You could tell he just doesn't have it. Didn't like, have Leitner, it. People didn't think Leitner had it, and he always had it. And everybody else, could you imagine? Could you imagine that guy like playing against Georgetown with Pat Ewing or Morning? Or they, could you imagine? They would yeah. forget it. The guy wouldn't even make it through like the first him. five minutes. They would have crushed mean, him. And he's yeah. just, and he's like a, he's lit, he's, he's skinny and, and, you know, he should be able to do pretty well at his size. I mean, he's tall, but he got crushed. And didn't you tweet something about a video that they were all hyped up? Uh, Gonzaga was like, and you were like, yeah, you're going to get, you're going to get dunked on all night or something. Yeah. Like that. Well, no, they, they, when they, when they, I, I tweeted that. The UCLA Gonzaga game was one of the best Final Four games I've ever seen. I yep. said, but uh, prediction is that uh, Drew Timmy, uh, uh, Baylor, uh, Baylor's going to dunk on Drew Timmy all night long, and they did. They dunked on him all night long. You know what it was? I wish, I wish I was the photographer near the basket. I would, I could have made a portfolio of of, of poster shots. The guy got posters. How many times? They poster guys. Listen, but buddy, and the other thing is this. Listen, if 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 your big celebration is look at my mustache, I mean that's some thirteen year old, fourteen year old kid stuff. Are you kidding me? Really? You want me to look at your mustache? Or really? It's like that's that's what's separating you. (laughs) I mean, you don't have anything better than that. 
It's you don't have anything my... better. Come on. It's about his stash. I guarantee... him, he was doing this. He was doing this. I, you know what? Seriously, I mean, I, Guess I what? cannot believe this. He's going to have a T-shirt with something about his the stash. It's about yeah, stash. whatever, you know. But whatever. I don't care. You know what? It was a, UCLA was the best game, UCLA-Gonzaga. And let me ask oh, you about that game. game real quick. I got to ask you something. At the end, when the guy made the buzzer beater, what's that, Suggs' cousin or – the football player is that his cousin? Uh, I don't know. I don't think he's related to. No, they're I, related. They're related. They? Yeah, they're related. <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know. They're I related. Mean, uh, well, the guy's name is Jalen Suggs, and he's from Minnesota. They're related, and, and and he is a number one recruit. I think I think Gonzaga basically stole him from Kentucky and Duke and North Carolina. Wow. He could have gone anywhere. This is the first time Gonzaga's got a guy that everyone else wanted. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Gonzaga always has good players. They always have, they're always a good team. They're well coached. You know, they always run into the wall in the, in, into the tournament because they're never as athletic as some of these other teams and, and they're not as mentally tough, mm-hmm. which I saw. So but this that, guy Suggs, he's tough. When he made that shot, that three pointer, what was the score? Well, it was a tie game. It was, it was tied. Oh, Johnny uh, Juzang, Johnny, uh, you yeah. see, oh, yeah. He had the ball, and, and Juzang came down, and he went up for a shot, and it bounced off the rim, and he grabbed the rebound and laid it back up. And uh, there were like six seconds, six seconds to go or something. And they inbounded the ball, you know. They, they, there was a guy jumped. You know, you, wanna, you don't want to foul a guy when he's shooting a no, dust No, no, no. He kind of jumped a little bit, but that was just – I mean, that was money. That was money all the way. That was a great shot. But they, screwed, they, they they almost didn't make it because they almost they should have followed in that didn't they play Alabama they should have followed the guy well they were up by they were up by three that was and, a mistake and, and they and they didn't follow the guy yeah but this that, one that was a high game they couldn't have yeah followed. that was, but they're lucky they made it because I still don't understand that call when they didn't follow the guy in Alabama and they were up well Alabama Alabama made the shot yeah he made the shot yeah yeah I didn't, you know, I didn't well, there's two schools of thought though I don't know if I'm following someone on purpose though like my thing is this I listen. Listen, there's 10 seconds left in the game. We're up by three. If you can't stop them, then you don't deserve to win. I'll well, take – give me that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I like hey the guys, foul. I, I like the foul bench. thing, up by three. Well, Jeff Van Gundy likes it too. A lot of, lot of coaches like the foul thing. Like it, it. It's the way to go. For me, I got my guys in the bench. Okay, listen, there's two schools of thought here, fellas. We could foul him, put him on the line. Yeah. He makes two free throws, and we go down and make our free throws. Or – we got 10 seconds. We guard that three-point line. We don't give them an easy shot, and that's and let's win the game now. If we can't stop them, then we just we don't deserve to pull uh, this game yeah, out now. I get you. That, so I, that yeah, that's what I do. So I'm glad. I think the best team won. I don't care anymore about it, and I don't care what anybody. Barry, thinks, what I think if about those teams it. Play ten sucks. times. If those teams played ten times, sucks. yeah, college basketball sucks. sucks. I'm sorry. It's terrible. I like watching I, the girls. I like madness. watching the girls. The girls, they play harder. Yeah, they I watch hard. the girls. They try I, harder, I harder. harder. They want to win. They I watched play. UConn in Arizona, though, that Paige Beckers didn't play well at all. The player of the year for UConn didn't play well. And then the little girl in Arizona, Ari McDonald, that little, that little girl, she played a great game against, against UConn, but she played poorly in the championship game against Stanford. It she happens. didn't play well. It yeah. Happens. A lot of pressure. Yeah. A lot of pressure. Yeah. But those girls did well. And they're going to hopefully correct that whole thing, the, the discrepancy between the, what the men get, you know, like the food and the weight room and all this stuff. It's all below. Yeah, there, there shouldn't they, be that kind of The NCAA is making money off the girls, too. 
You know, just, yeah. just just give them something to eat. I mean, give yeah. them something to eat and give them a little more weight room or get them a, a nice, like, you know, like a, a bed to sleep in, like a nice, like, bed. They could go get – they could go to those companies, that all those bed companies that are out there now. And get I, don't them, get, beds. I, don't, I think new the, bed the for biggest, them. I think the big issue was the weight room that they had to work out in. I don't they gave them, like, five dumbbells. I used to have, I, they have like five dumbbells on one of those V racks. I had one of those. Uh, it's, it's when like, I was five years old, I had that in my room. It's basically like saying, well, the girls don't work out anyway. That's what they're yeah, saying. That's yeah. what they're saying. You don't need yeah. all this, guys. But anyway, yeah. I'm sick of college basketball. I don't care anymore. I mean, I might care if the Q's wins, but I don't care even if they win. I don't care. It's a level of play I, I don't blame you, buddy. I don't level blame you. Play, yeah, the level of play stinks. It all stinks. Yeah, You're going to have stinks. to get rid of the one and done. So these guys, no, you know, like they always talk about the one and done, but you know what, ahead. though, I, it, it doesn't make any difference whether it's one and done, two and done, three and done. The good players are going to go to the NBA anyway, because I've been saying this for years, too. You remember like six or seven years ago when Louisville was in the final four and that yeah. that that guy broke his leg in the game and it was a compound fracture and the bone popped through the skin and it was right in front of the Louisville bench. We've never heard that guy's name was last name was Wade or something. I forget his name. We never heard of that guy again. He broke his leg in a Final Four game, and that's the that's the day that every talented young basketball player said, "I'm not getting injured for a school. I'm not getting injured for Louisville. I'm not getting injured for Duke. I mean, they go. I'll play one year, but I'm not getting hurt for the good old yeah. university. Get out of here. Like what you know? What's Louisville doing for that kid? That's true. But these kids get to the NBA, and even though they're playing against you know, mostly those kinds of kids. Of course, there's there's some veterans in the league. I don't know. It's just like, they're not that good. Like 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 the ball kids. I don't think they're that good. I'm sorry. I, I can't even believe it. Well, they're not that good. I mean, Lamelo Lamelo's got more game than Lonzo. Like for sure, he's got more yeah. game than Lonzo. One of the things that I thought about Lonzo, I watched Lonzo play at UCLA. And he was good as one year. But the one thing about Lonzo is when he came into the NBA, I would tell my son Roman this all the time. I go, he doesn't have an advanced offensive arsenal. He had a terrible-looking three-point shot on the, on the wrong side. Another guy like, like ben, ben Simmons. I mean, who teaches these guys how to shoot, for one thing? And then the other thing is this, Barry. Lonzo Ball doesn't have a mid-range game. He doesn't have a floater. He doesn't have a back-to-the-basket game. He doesn't close well on the rim. He doesn't close strong. He doesn't have an offensive arsenal. And that's the problem with a lot of these guys is they come into the NBA and they have a limited arsenal. Now, the new guy, the guy from Minnesota, Anthony Edwards or whatever his name is, the new mm -hmm. number one pick, he's got the full shebang. Yep. That guy does everything. He's the same age as Lonzo was. He's got the three. He dunks in your head. Okay. He's got everything. Some guys have it. But why? Like Magic Johnson, like he didn't see this. Like he loved ball. And, and Tatum, oh, Magic Johnson made Tatum. a big, big mistake. A Could big people mistake. People imagine if they yeah. had Jason Tatum. Yeah. I mean, or, right now, right now, everyone yeah. would be gone. Kuz yeah. would be gone. I'm sorry, but Kuz would be gone. But Tatum would be there right now. How could yeah. he think? I big don't know. Mistake. Like, how could he think that ball was that good? And I, I don't want to talk about it because it just frustrates me. Like, no, I know. I think right now that the Lakers they could have Tatum. And I don't care about Kuz. They get rid of Kuz. They could have. They could have had Darren Fox, the guy from Kentucky, who's oh, actually twenty-four points a game. Magic. Well, I don't know what he was thinking. He was. Well, you know, was, you know, you know what else? Listen. The other thing about Lonzo Ball is, 
I like him. I thought he was a great guy. I think he's cool. I think he's real mild-mannered. He's not in any trouble. Like, I, I like him. I pull for him. I, I got nothing against him. But New Orleans doesn't want him. He's moving on. I know. They're trying to trade him. Like, there's and two teams that don't want exactly. him. Exactly. And if you're good, they want to keep you. And his yeah. brother broke his wrist. He's going to be done But now. his brother has more of an offensive game than, Lon- than Lonzo. Yeah, you more, can tell, more, more you developed. Can tell that in a second. But you, you don't them. Because his brother didn't waste his time playing in college basketball. They had him playing in Australia. That's true. He was playing pro ball in Australia the last two years. So, so let's go really quickly. I want since we went into the NBA, I just want to say so. Kevin Durant came back. He did well. So he's back. Like, but Barry, I said it last week. I told you he can back. wake up in the middle of the night in the dead of winter and make jump shots. I, I couldn't said it believe last week. it. He's yeah, back. I mean, he's no. back. So I called he, it. Yeah, be aware all the teams in the East because now that he's back, if he doesn't get hurt again, forget it. All bets are off. Oh, he's gonna get hurt again, buddy. He's gonna get hurt again. You think so? <laughs> he's gonna get hurt again. Well, he's a frail guy. He looks like he, you know, he's, he's like a skeleton. He's got the the guy's like a skeleton. I mean, his legs he's got little legs. The calves are like my wrist. It's like I, this guy, like he's, he's got he's, the he's got the bad he's got the bad hamstring, the bad calf, the bad. It's, it's, I mean, he's like Ichabod Crane. I mean, he, for Halloween, you just put a white, you know, white like outfit on him, and you walk around. He's all like lanky. I don't know how he doesn't break a lot more things, but there, there. If he stays healthy, that's over. After watching him come back, I'm like, you got to yeah. guy plays like it was like he just rode, rode a bicycle. I'm like, get out of here. Well, and I was also telling you when I watched uh, the beginning of the year when when they, when they were all playing together, I said I don't know how it's possible, but I think Kyrie Irving improved. Like, I, I don't know, how, how the hell did he improve? It's weird. He, he was does, already great. He's better now. It, it, it's, well, you know, he does have some more guys to play with right now, but that guy is amazing. That guy's amazing, uh, it's man. Incredible. He's, He's got a handle scooter. and a half. Like, you look at him, and you look at Lonzo Ball, it's like, forget it, buddy. Oh, well, forget so, it, yeah. And then in the West, our Lakers are in the fifth position now. Yeah, they're and not going to sliding stand. down. They're, they're going to be mean, in seventh or eighth soon. Down. I'm so, watching them right now. They're playing the Miami Heat. Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond is on the on the Lakers now. He's he's, playing. He'll help them. He's playing. Yeah, he yeah, he's playing. Him. But but Mark Gasol is on the bench. He's because yeah, he stinks. Yeah, he's. They got, I told you the other day they got the wrong brother. They, they went for the wrong brother. It was yeah, but they're both finished. They're both finished. So so Drummond's out there with no toenail. He's got no toenail. He's out there. Yeah, but and, I guess, and they picked up the guy from Houston. The three point. Yeah, shooter. Ben Mclemore, the three like point that. shooter, the three point shooter who I've never seen make a three pointer ever in his whole career. I've never <laughs> oh, seen he no, he does. Three point shooter, get <laughs> out of here. Well, you know why? Because the team he played on, they had like eight million guys making threes. No, but I mean, no, he can make. He was at Sacramento for years. I never saw him make a three. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> never, the Lakers, they don't know what they're doing. I mean, they, they said he's a f- career 40% three-point shooter. He's never made one. Ever. Yeah, yeah, he's a career 40% shooter if they include when he goes to the, the little kids park on, on, on a Sunday yeah. in, in the offseason, plays against the little kids, okay. and they add that stats in. So, okay, so let's talk about the, the Suns played the Jazz the other day. And yeah, the they Suns, beat them in overtime. I tell you. They're tough, yeah. Okay, I got to tell you. I when Paul, Chris Paul went there, I'm like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Chris Paul going there, it doesn't matter. and that big guy, I'm like oh, whatever. It's, it's so what? Who cares? Who's that big guy they got? I don't really care about him. Either. The seven footer? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Deon, DeAndre Ayton from yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. from uh, Arizona. Yeah, he's yeah. nothing. Anthony Davis eat him up. So yeah. so so when Paul went there, everybody's like talking. I'm like, well, the only thing it's going to be is Booker won't have to have the ball in his hand so much. But Booker can develop shots with the ball in his hand. And I never thought at this point in the season 
that they would be where they are. I'm impressed. I'm like, oh, they're good. The well, they got, they got the coach, the coach, um, Monty, Monty Williams is the coach. Man. He coached uh, New Orleans for a number of years. And then he was the assistant coach at Oklahoma. And um, he's a good young coach. They got, um, they got uh, Cam Johnson is a three-point shooter on a bench. They got this guy, Michael Bridges or Mikael Bridges. They got, they got some talent, you know I mean? They're, they're, they got a good team. They got, uh, you know, they, they got DeAndre Ayton. They got Chris Paul, Devin Booker. And they got some other guys too. I'm, I'm they missing got, some they guys. They got a good though. team, so yeah. they could. They're they're going to be tough. Utah oh, and them. Tough. The only thing with the, the Lakers, Lakers though, the only thing Lakers with the Lakers good. is De- Devin Booker doesn't dominate the Lakers for some reason. He doesn't crush the Lakers. How about they, the Clippers? He doesn't. I think I think he could beat the Clippers. He could beat the Clippers. You know? Yeah, but the, the Jazz, Lakers, the Jazz. Oh, the Jazz are the Jazz are another tough team. If the yeah, Lakers are done, you're saying it's they're, they're done. I mean, I, you know, you know why they're done. To me, to me, before uh, Anthony Davis got hurt, he wasn't very good. He wasn't very good at all this year. I just don't have any confidence that he's going to come back and dominate the, the game. I just I, he, they need him to dominate, and I don't. I don't have any confidence. I, I I think that for some reason, mentally, physically, combination thereof, Anthony Davis is just not a top five player this year. And obviously now he hasn't played since mid February. So yeah, no, you're right. You know, it's just sad because I have to. I have to. Like, and I don't. You know, but, roll but yeah, it up right now. I got to roll the season up already. I, I don't April. think. I don't think that you could expect Anthony Davis to come back on the court in a couple weeks when he's due back against uh, the Celtics, the first home game, April fifteenth. I don't think you can expect him to go five for five and score twenty. I don't. I don't. I don't see that. I, to me, they're going to have to ease him back in, and it's going to be this whole thing, you know, where. They're gonna. He's gonna be on. They're gonna be managing his minutes. I hate that. The you only player you play, you don't play. The only silver lining in this possibly is if there's a way LeBron comes back with AD and they and they're the eight seed, and they end up playing, you know, Utah or well, the first Clippers. if they're the eight seed, they got to play in. They got it's a play in now. So they got to play in. That's right. You got They're gonna yeah. have to play like uh, Memphis oh, or right. or uh, Golden State or one of those teams. Yeah, there. Yeah, have to plan oh, something because yeah. that ruined my thought. Because yeah. I was like, if they can go after the the top guys right off the bat, right? So so before you just go right well, at they they could drop down the six. They could drop down the six, and they'll play the Clippers in the first round. That I think that's yeah. the way to go. Like so, yeah. the silver line is they drop down. Then you go and you kill, you get Goliath, and you take them down. You so you you take them down now, right? They're gonna have a worse seed all the time. So maybe it, it, it could work in reverse that they take these guys out now, at least the first two rounds, and maybe easier for them to. Well, yeah, because then in round in round three and the, the yeah. Western Conference Finals, they'll be playing the Denver Nuggets again, and they exactly, handle them and they crush them. So yeah, like, they handle I'm them. Doing... You know why they crush them is because because Anthony Davis just kills Jokic. Yeah, kills I mean, him. Well, come on, who's not? I mean, Jokic, Jokic is great, but against Davis, it's, it's like, of course, uh, not against Davis, he ain't. Yeah, so that's yeah. I, I think that's that. I thought about it today, and I'm thinking about him. Like, where's the silver lining? I, I got to bring up an old man. what silver lining here because there is, there is, and you know, so I think that's a possibility. But I still think, um, you know, Joe Plummer Harris, and and the Nets are going to be tough at the end. So I wanted to ask you, could we talk um, NFL draft next week? Yeah. 
We'll yeah. see. I mean, next there's plenty week. of time. I mean, it goes on next forever. Week. Three, I mean, no, we got three more weeks. Next week will be good, buddy. There's so much going on. And I wanted to show you a couple things. You know, I like showing you some stuff at the end. I want, I don't know. I said this to you. I was just on the internet today and this thing pops up. I mean, what is this? And it was a, it was a collage of commercials from the 90s. So there was a South Park commercial. There was a movie for oh, yeah. a Michael Douglas. There was a Michael Douglas movie on it. There was, remember Ben Stein, win Ben Stein's money? Yes, of there, course. He was on there. And then, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, what's that? And where'd it go? Come on, where is it? And I was like, I was like, what's this? And this thing starts playing. I was laughing my butt off. I love it. Look, Tom. Yeah, take the header off. Tap it once. Tap it. There you go. Look at that. I missed that dunk. I missed that dunk. I can't believe I missed that dunk. That's us. That was great. Yeah. Ah, that was that was our that was a that commercial, was great, buddy. Wasn't that awesome. So that was a commercial for our sports trick show that was on Comedy Central. It was hey, buddy, really put weird. That, put that on that. Put that on the website. I'll put that up. I thought it was hilarious. And at first, I it was going through a bunch of commercials. They had a Doritos commercial. They had this commercial. That just popped up. And just it was on this collage of '90s commercials. Like I said, it was it was it wasn't just Comedy Central because some one was a movie from Michael Douglas, and we happened to be interviewing Michael Douglas in the commercial. It was interesting. Yeah, that's great. So, yeah. um, all right. So, um, I wanted to say one thing, um, because I'm trying to trying to get us um situated and get us ready. So when we move on, you know, as we do this show and we move up and beyond and back into the stratosphere, you know, we're going to need to do um um get sponsors and do spots. So I'm going to do a little spot right now that I did. So, um. So watch. So. Today's show on Old Men and Sweats is brought to you by Old Spice. <laughs> old, old men can be spicy still. And, and also it says here, if your grandfather had it, worn it, you wouldn't exist. So again, the Old Men and Sweats brought to you by Old Spice Classic. <laughs> that's great so, buddy yeah so you know all right so that, that was a good good conversation there so uh we can't wear our press badges anymore because we finally figured out after like a couple dozen shows that it, it messes with the, with the audio so we'll yeah. wear those when we go out on the, in the field and we okay. do our our, our 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 interviews so old men and sweats Barry D and Tommy T, thank you for joining us. Watch and listen to our video podcast on Vimeo and all the podcast major platforms. Uh, you know, remember to go to social media uh, and, and like us and follow us and all that good stuff. And remember this, and I always say this because I have to remind people, you have to remind people all the time of things. So I remind people always at the end, all you older people and all your younger people, remember, we won't try harder next time so don't <laughs> even ask so tommy right. wait i got one more thing look what oh my god oh my god 
All right, buddy, that's awesome. <laughs> I got, I, I'm, 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 I'm going to bring you. I'm going to bring you. I want a, one of those. I just got it. I just got him the other day. So look, <laughs> our father. This is what our fathers do. So I'm going to, I'm going to bring some to you for next show. Look at that. Oh my God, buddy, that's awesome. That's the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Good right, show, buddy. buddy. Good show. Good, good job. job. Good job, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. We won't try harder next time. Oh, yeah. Dazzling, stimulating. And you guys are styling, smiling, profiling. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very dear Tommy T. Let's go. Let's go. It's so many sweat.